Podcast One production. The Health Hacker with Adam McDougall. Adam McDougall is a health and fitness economist, an expert in performance and health. And after 20 years as an elite athlete in one of the world's toughest sports, National Rugby League, Adam expanded into academic studies with connections to the world's smartest people in the fields of health and fitness. And as a result, he's helped transform the health and lives of hundreds of thousands of people, myself being one of them. Hopefully you are too, as you listen to this podcast. Adam is the health hacker. And in each episode, he makes health easy as he reveals the latest secrets, shortcuts, tips, and achieving ultimate health and happiness and performance. Just like Dicko, who tweeted in to Adam, we love when you get involved in the show. He understands what it's about. He said, hey, Adam, I'm loving the health hacker and I like the way you're able to dumb down the hacks and make it accessible for all of us. That is exactly what you do here, Adam, on the health hacker. I certainly do, mate, and I enjoy doing it. So thanks once again, Alex, and thanks to everyone out there for listening. Alex is the producer of this podcast. We get to talk through the hacks in each episode, and then he goes and applies them himself, which I really love. And that's what we're here to do. Ensure that you take control of your own health, that you hack it yourself, you try things that work for you. Everybody is different. Different things are going to work for you. And the only way you're going to know if it works or it doesn't work is by trying it. So let's get into today's episode and get hacking. These hacks have a different angle though today. It's Christmas or the festive season, whatever you celebrate. Likelihood is the end of the year. You'll be buying some gifts and hopefully getting some gifts from someone as well. So Adam... Just like you hack your own life with health and fitness, you think long and hard about how you want to spend your money. You're a health and fitness economist. You don't like throwing cash away. You want bang for your buck. And that's very true when you actually are spending your cash on a gift. So all the hacks today are the top gifts to hack into a healthy Christmas. And you've got a list of great things that you can give and also the things you want to write down for Santa's list for maybe someone else can get that for you. Certainly do. And, you know, you touched on it before. I want health to become a part of your life, not your whole life. You know, I don't want you to be like, like some bloke who just chews on broccoli or some girl that obsesses about having to go to the gym every single day. I want you to get the biggest bang for your buck. So these hacks today are hopefully not only going to save your waistline, but your hip pocket as well. Adam's going to tell you a good gift for Christmas to hack into it and keep it healthy, but also what the hack is behind that gift and how it actually makes you healthy. So usually I tell you the hacks that are coming up, but that'll give away what the gift is. So Adam, we're just (laughs) going to go through the gift one by one. The first gift is the Fitbit. The Fitbit, and, you know, we need these gifts more than ever, Alex, because Christmas time is dangerous for everyone. On average, people are going to put on three kilos. On Christmas Day, they're going to consume 7,000 calories in one meal. So that means if you do the wrong type of exercise, like going for a slow jog or walking, trying to burn them calories off, you're going to have to walk for 23 hours. Mm. So with these gifts, I can tell you now, you're going to be able to burn them calories off much quicker and you're not going to put on that three kilos that most people do. So my first gift suggestion is an activity tracker, like a Fitbit, something that can measure your steps and your movement throughout the day. The reason I say this is, is because research has shown that people that actually wear one of these devices, on average, move and exercise for 40 minutes more over the course of a week than people that don't. Why? Because what gets measured gets done. Yeah, as human beings, we're great at telling ourselves BS, saying that we're moving more than we are. But when it's measurable and when you're seeing how much you're moving, you are going to have to hold yourself accountable. And that is the key. Awareness. The best diet in the world is one that does what? Creates awareness about what you're eating. The best training is the one that gets done. And I'll tell you what, if you're measuring it and you're not doing it, you're quickly going to realize that you have to do it. (laughs) So measure your fitness. And that's the other great hack. If you really want to be a great role model for your kids, here's something I do with my mate's kids is I give them a fitness tracker and I make them compete to see which kid can move the most throughout the day. 
And then all of a sudden the kids are going, hey, Dad, this is how many steps I took. Such a good hack for your kids to get them out there and get them moving. And the other interesting thing is we've held these myths around health and fitness and there's so many of them, but the 10,000 step rule. Now, that's a lot of steps, but research has shown, and I hate to break everyone's hearts, that that research was conducted in Japan and it was conducted on people that were much lighter and ate better diets than Western people. They've now proven, Alex, that we need to probably move closer to 15,000 steps a day Mm. than the 10,000. So that's another reason to measure what we're doing. Also, as a hack, your phone, if you have an iPhone, it's been tracking you. If you go into the health app, I went in there and looked at the steps. (laughs) It's been tracking me for years. It is streams of data. And you can see the days you did two steps versus 20,000. It's amazing. And that's a free hack for you before you even get yourself a a Fitbit or an iWatch or whatever you want to get. And going back to what gets measured gets done, I remember in football when they started to put the heart rate and movement monitors on us. On the field, they knew exactly how many steps you you ran, how many times you walked and you bludged, and they started actually doing it on days that we had off that we had to go for a walk to prove that we're getting recovery. So I decided to try and put the fitness device on my dog and let him throw the ball around in the backyard to run around, and I've gone to training, and the trainer's just pulled me and he's gone, mate, What's this? <laughs> so I had a heart rate of Lassie of about 400. Yeah. You know, he's gone, mate, what are you doing? So um, that was a bit of a hack that backfired. So whatever you do, don't buy a fitness tracker and put it on your animal. <laughs> <laughs> Gift number two, cryptive to start off with as always, and then we'll explain more about it, gamify it. Yeah, now look, everybody thinks gamification, playing video games. That's what this is about, going out and buying a video game. I know, I know, I know. You're probably thinking, come on, mate, you've got to be kidding me. But the way that technology has moved now, there are so many games that force us to get up and be active. And particularly if you've got your kids out there, fitness and movement should be fun. That's what we're all about, promoting movement, not about doing something you don't like because you're not going to stick to it. Mm. And now there's so many great things out there like the Wii Fit games that you can actually get up and do exercise with. So my suggestion is to go out and buy a video game that gets you and the kids up and moving. And research has shown once again that, you know, the power of video games to create movement is so powerful that some people believe that kids between the ages of five to eight years of age will actually be fitter when they include video games into their daily activity. So they did a study where they got these kids and they actually got them to play these video games where they're forced to get up and move. And virtual reality now is coming very quickly, Alex, as well. So once again, you'll be able to play these games where you actually feel like you're in the boxing ring, you're skipping, you're running away from something or someone. So whatever you do, try and get a game that actually forces you to move. It's a great time to be alive. It's a great way to bond with your children or even just mates. Nintendo Wii was the first one, but I would say almost every gaming company now is not sit-down gaming, it's stand-up gaming. PlayStation has the Move version, um, Xbox has a Move one, and the, the thing that tracked you on an Xbox, that's actually what Apple bought to put into the new iPhone X that, for that facial recognition. Wow. That's why all that augmented reality, think about Pokemon Go where it was out in the streets, all games now are out and about and moving and putting the virtual world onto the real world. So if anything, these games are going to get better, so you should really get on the front foot and adopt it. Great advice, mate. Gift number three, get competitive with the gifting. That's right, get competitive. We're all Aussies. We love Christmas, summer in particular, backyard cricket. Oh, such a simple out. Such a great gift to get everybody moving in the family. Are you a one-hand, one-bounce man? <laughs> Mate, I love the rules where, you know, it bounces off the wall. You can catch it with one hand. Love the old backyard cricket. Yep. Six and out. How good's that? Yeah, for the internationals out there, <laughs> it's an absolute staple that you use the bin for the cricket stumps and anything off the wall, you catch it with one hand. Over the fence, you're out and you have to get the ball. <laughs> There's the rules for you.
you. But it's a great way of getting together with mates and, and cheap fun. gift too for the kids. You know, like you don't need to go out and spend hundreds of dollars on gifts. Mm. Go out and buy a football, a cricket bat, a soccer ball. You know, research has shown that people that play games as a form of exercise rather than traditional exercise like jogging or doing some sort of group class fitness actually burn more calories than those who do them forms of traditional exercise. Well, you know what it is? I've just realised. I've just realised. It's high intensity because you stand there and then someone belts it, the ball I'm talking about, and you run for it and then you come back and you all stand around again. That's cricket. Or if it's um, frisbee, you're standing there and then you quickly throw it and everyone runs. It's that quick burst exercise. Like you are saying, slow jogging doesn't yeah. do much for you. You're better off going for a really long walk or sprints. That's right. right? And you'll keep burning calories, not just when you're doing the exercise, but after you've finished it for several days. So that's a great point there, Alex. And motivation is a big one for most people as well. Research has shown that when you get competitive, you're much more motivated to stick to it. So that's the great thing. Nobody wants their brother to beat him in a game of backyard cricket. <laughs> I don't know how many cricket bats I dodged when I bowled my brother out over the years yeah. and I said, out, off you go, yeah, and then the threw cricket the bat. threw the bat at me. <laughs> or when you're playing backyard footy and you'd go first to 10. Yeah. We'd get to 10 and then four hours later, it's a first to 110. <laughs> so, you know, that's the great thing about being competitive with your siblings or your friends is that you're really put in a lot more effort to exercise. And like I said before, we want to be role models for our kids and great news around research once again that shows dads that play sports are five times more likely to be physically active in their 70s and 80s than mm. men that just hit the gym alone. That, okay. Now, that's a great stat. So you might want to go get your Jane Fonda on, go to the gym, think, you, you know, you're going to be active when you're 70 or 80. But you're five times more likely to still be active if you get out and just play with your kids. Mm. That's a cool stat. What about if a gift was to yourself or you asked for someone to do it to get your membership to a local sporting team or sign up to like the local footy club and play as a group with mates over summer or winter. Would that be one? Great idea because once again, it's the psychology of how to get fit because the key to hacking your health is first hacking your mind. And all these little hacks are about getting motivated, holding yourself accountable, finding success so you keep going on the journey and holding yourself accountable by joining a club. You then feel a reliance upon not letting someone else down. Mate, we're down a player this week, you let us down. So buddy up, join the sporting team. It's a great, great hack in itself. Gift number four is the trampoline, something that has been a huge hit over this first series of The Health Hacker on Podcast One was the mini tramp in one of the very early episodes about how to hack into starting the day the right way. Everyone in the office still tells me, went and bought a mini tramp. <laughs> is this what this is, still the mini yeah, tramp? mini tramp or tramp. I bought my kids a trampoline for Christmas. Yeah. We've got a little one indoors that they jump on every single day, but it's a little bit dangerous. <laughs> so, And I wanted to get them outside and get active, and so I bought them a trampoline and... Uh, Thank God for my father-in-law who's, who's put it together for me. That's that's a hack in itself. <laughs> eh? So a trampoline, big or small, it still has the health benefits. Just get bouncing. We know, and this was a great thing when I started to do this research, I started to reach out to experts in health and fitness. NASA used this as their primary tool to get astronauts fit. So research has shown, Alex, that if you're really trying to burn the fat, there's no better way than using a trampoline. Just 10 minutes of jumping and running on a trampoline will burn the same amount of calories as if you went for a run for 30 minutes. How do you run on a trampoline? Like run up and down, like legs up and like Just running Just go for a spot? short sprint for 10 seconds on a trampoline. Jump yeah, around. Cool. You know, and, and that's the great thing. Why would you do something that you can get a result in 10 minutes mm. rather than have to spend 30 minutes doing something that's boring and not fun? Once again, what's going to happen? You're going to get a quicker result, but you're going to stick to it more importantly. And it takes the pressure off your joints as well. 80% less pressure on your joints, particularly when you're getting old and you've got kids and you're trying to keep up. Yeah. Mate, that's such a bonus in itself. So you recover quicker, then you can go and do it again the next day. And guess what? 
It's not very expensive to go and buy yourself a trampoline. Gift number four is a trampoline. If you're living in a small area, get a mini tramp. If you do have the luxury of a backyard, the big one will be just as fun as well. Good for you and the kids. Also, go back to one of our early episodes of how to hack into starting your day the right way. You will hear a lot more information on why a trampoline is so amazingly good for you from the research in NASA because it also has to do with detoxing the body. All that info in that episode. The Health Hacker with Adam McDougall. The next gift is the skipping rope. And I'm saying don't be a tight ass here and buy a dollar one from, you know, the dollar club or the dollar shop. Go out and buy a decent one because it will really affect the quality of skipping. They have a bit more weight in the, more in the weight rope. And, yeah, and more weight in the, the rope. Plastic, in the plastic, plastic now, Yeah, and look, you know, if you're a real tight ass, just buy an imaginary skipping rope and just use your hands to skip. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the act of it's jumping, isn't it? the act of jumping, really. But, you know, the thing I love about skipping extension is... Extension cord, maybe. Extension cord, you know. So <laughs> that's strap. Oggy strap, whatever, but just skip. And, you know, that's the great thing. I remember growing up at school, we used to always play skipping games. I love the skipping games. And when you look about skipping, it's such a great exercise, particularly as we age, we lose our fast twitch muscle fiber. So we lose that elasticity, that power and strength. So as you get older, doing activities like skipping are actually going to help keep us younger and keep us more active. So I love the skipping rope because it's economical. It doesn't cost a lot of money to do. It doesn't take a lot of space. You can do it anytime, anywhere. Mm. It's such a good exercise to maintain youthfulness and wellness. And as far as efficiency goes, 10 minutes of skipping had the same cardio benefits, that's our fitness levels, as 30 minutes of jogging once again. So who wants to go for a bloody run for 30 minutes where they can just skip for 10 minutes? and Bang for your buck. Bang for your buck. And you can gamify skipping as well. You know, you can see how many, you know, doubles you can do versus your friend. Yeah. You know, how many rotations you can get. You can buy skipping ropes now that actually measure how many rotations you do. Yes. So you can get competitive. And it probably Bluetooths to your phone and stores it all, doesn't it? It stores it all. So this is the great thing once again. We know it's all about motivation. So this is going to keep you motivated because you can get competitive. And the other great thing is if you, you know, you can buy two devices in one, the old resistance bands, if you buy one with the handles, you can actually use that as a skipping rope as well. And there's your portable gym. A lot of guys have bad shoulders and girls have bad shoulders or sore knees or a bad back. And that's the great thing about resistance bands now. You can get online and you can find a thousand different exercises to do with a resistance band, which can double up as a skipping rope and build your muscles at the same time. Gift number five is a skipping rope. Also, you could look at getting yourself some um, stretching bands and resistance bands as well. With gift number six, it's less about activity and more about recovery. What gift is this? Well, hopefully if you've taken my first hacks, you've been moving, you've been exercising, so you're going to have some aches and pains. Now, you know, a lot of us don't have the money, honestly, all the time to go and spend 80 to to $100. I went to get a massage the other day mm. and... It was 98 bucks. Yeah. And it's so like, good for you, but you can't so do it every week. So good, but who can afford that? But the point is you can do it for a few bucks. And, you know, there's some great rollers out there now, foam rollers. You would see elite athletes, they carry them everywhere. When I was playing professional sport, it was the first thing that they would put in our luggage was the rollers. Yeah. As soon as we got off the plane or as soon as we got to the hotel, we'd be rolling. And that would be moving the blood supply throughout our body, helping us recover, helping us feel better. There's a great hack in itself is if you get on a foam roll and start rolling your sore muscles 20 minutes before you sleep, it dampens down your central nervous system, which will help you sleep much better oh. and heighten the stages of sleep that you get into where the recovery happens. So, you know, a cricket ball, tennis ball, golf ball, you can roll on your hips with that, which will loosen up your hips. Yep. Um, do it on the back of your shoulders for tight neck. Um, so buy yourself a roller or a massage ball. They're very cheap. As I said, you can buy a kit for about 20 bucks, and they have proven to give your body the great TLC that it needs to the same benefit as a massage does without the big whack in your pocket. 
the other great thing is we look at our lifestyles today and we're always sitting in front of a computer. We're always hunched over on our mobile phones. So a great hack in itself to straighten ourselves back up after a day in the office or after a day of looking at social media is just laying back on the foam roller, hanging over the back of it because that's going to open up what we call your thoracic spine and correct your posture. So the foam roller plays so many little hacks in itself and for 20 bucks, you'd be crazy not to get one. For the last gift slash hack, we actually are going to go into the house and look at the inside of our bodies, the way we eat. Like you said, abs are made in the kitchen. So there are so many gifts around that area. Oh, I just love that saying. It's the best saying. It's, it's so the best true. Saying. Abs are made in the kitchen. I can tell you now, everybody out there that's listening, if you do one thing for your health today, get your diet right. Mm. That is the key. It's 90% diet, 10% exercise. You already have abs there under there. You just Everyone's can't see got them. abs. Like Kelly now, doing small crunches ain't going to give you abs any bigger. They're just there. But guess what? You need to see them first. Yep. So, whatever you do, the key is what you put in your mouth. Now, there's so many smart little hacks that will not only let your waistline shrink at a rapid rate of knots, but also the amount of time you have to spend in the kitchen. So, my favorite go to appliances personally that I use every single day are number one, the George Foreman grill. I love my George. <laughs> George Foreman. God bless George Foreman. He's got eight kids and guess what they're called? George. George. George one, two, three, four, five. It goes on and on. Wouldn't it be George Jr.? George Jr., Jr., Jr. Junior, 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 Junior. That is a great device that I recommend for everybody is the George Foreman grill. Grilling's very healthy. It's very quick. Um, slow cookers, another one. I love oh. slow cookers, particularly in winter. Mm. You know, you go out for the day at work, you just drop a chunk of meat in there, some vegetables, some stock. Before you know it, you've got the best meal ever. Plus, you can put a chicken in there or some meat with some vegetables. You slow cook that for hours and hours on end. You've got a really good broth to have in soups, which is really good for your gut health, one of the episodes we've done recently. Yeah, and other cooking devices like a steamer. And if you really can't help yourself and you have to have deep fried food, try an air fryer. Yeah, how do they work? Well, they work for using hot air and pressure to cook instead of having to deep fry it. Right. So, you know, you get the crispiness still and, and it's a smart hack. You get 80% less fat in the food. So once again, if you can't help yourself. You went yourself, past that number pretty quick. That's a pretty big number, yeah. 80%. Well, that's what they're saying, 80% less, you know, fat in the food by the cooking method. And it's just simply putting it in, a, in an appliance that gives you that result. And, you know, my favourite device, without a doubt, Alex, is the blender. Get yourself a bloody good blender. I know that juicing and detoxing is a big thing and we've gone over it in past episodes and we'll continue to dive into the latest research around it. But no, cold-pressed juices are not good for you. Juices aren't good for you. When you have a look at the ingredient that is mostly made up of juice, what is it? Sugar. Sugar. They remove all the good fibre out of it. And if there's any fibre left, it has been pulverised. So that fibre has been destroyed so it doesn't slow the absorption of the sugar, aka the energy out of the fruit, into your bloodstream, so you automatically get a huge spike in insulin, which gives you a massive hit, and then you get a dump. And you're going to store fat quickly, and before you know it, you think you're drinking this juice, but then you're tired and you're fat, and you think you've been doing the right thing, but in actual fact, you haven't been. So get yourself a blender. It's going to keep all the nutrients in there. And the other hack is when you're blending, which we spoke in the other episode, is put some ice, put some lemon juice in there, and that will actually protect the actual fruit and the vegetables that are in the juice as well. I get why juicing has more sugar than blending because if you blend something, the whole fruit's still in there. It can't go anywhere. But if you juice it, it separates it and just gives you the juice, hence why it's a sugary water. But aren't they both then destroying the fibres? How does that work? How it's, is that different? It's a different pressure and the different methods of extraction that actually determine how much fibre and the, the sort of fibre that's left in the fruit and the vegetables 
through juicing versus blending. And as I said before, I hack to preserve the cells so they're not over-damaged as well, so you're not losing the micronutrients and the vitamins and minerals um, out of the fruit and vegetables is put some ice in the bottom of the blender, put the fruit and vegetables in, and then squeeze some lemon on it. And this will help preserve the vitamins and minerals that you're going to get out of these things once they're blended. So cool. I love this <laughs> stuff. Merry Christmas to all. We hope these gifts will um, make it to Santa's list for you this year. Hey, Adam? I hope so. And hopefully you don't end up looking like Santa if you abide by these hacks. And my gift to you is hopefully some of this great knowledge that you apply yourself this Christmas period. Envision a skinny Santa. This has been The Health Hacker <laughs> with Adam McDougall. Remember to subscribe to the show on podcastone.com.au on the podcast one app also on iTunes it's also where you can get all of the existing episodes and leave us a review get in touch on what you want us to talk about in the future or any questions that you have and if you are one of the comments on the show we'll read it out and Adam will send you out a prize back Adam until next time can't wait The Health Hacker with Adam McDougall is recorded in the studios of Podcast One produced by Alex Mitchell audio production by Nick Slater Executive producer is Jamie Show. For more episodes, head to podcastone.com.au or download the Podcast One app.